0: The table is set. The world is ready. All work is done. So what now? Now it's time to welcome him in. Hi, I'm Rifki, and you are listening to Aleph all over, where we learn to live Geula now. This week's Sicha summary is dedicated for a complete Refua Shlema and all the brachais for Bas Rachel Orly. Can't wait to hear good news. I would like to now invite you to go ahead, scroll to the top of the podcast where you see those stars, press on it, give a rating. It really helps people find the podcast. And I'm just going to add Chasidus to the world. So it's a small action, but it makes a difference. And if you enjoy this, go ahead and share it with a friend. We're lighting up the world one action at a time. Okay, have you ever seen a small child take out a penny and say, Daka, Daka, it's like, it's for Tzaka. Or, you know, see bread and they say, Chala, Chala. They connect everything they see to what they know in Yiddishkeit. In this week's Zikha we're going to learn, what does everybody say about this? And is this the goal of how we are supposed to be living our lives. So in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Behalayscha, we have something extremely special found in our Parsha, the Parsha of Vayhi bin Sayah where the Arain is traveling. And it's so special, therefore it's counted as its own Parsha, and also the parts before it are separate. So we have Barashas is one, Shmais is another one, two, Vayikra is three, but Midbar before Vayhi bin Sarah, is four, then we have Vahibinsara is five, then we have the part after Vahib and is six, and then we have Dvarim is seven. So altogether we have seven parshyas. So we have to understand a few things over here. All the names of the parshice are based on either the first word of the parsha or the second word. But if we look at the sixth parsha, which we just created now, which is the part the last part of Khumishbah Midbar, it speaks about something seemingly negative. And the Parsha starts off with, When the nation started complaining, which led to a lot of negative things, moranglim and the Parsha of Kairach, etc. So, how can something negative be the start of a Parsha? That was the first point. And another thing is, what's the difference between the seven and five business between these parasha? We I thought we had five until I learned Zikha now I learned we have seven. And... The fact that there are three parshas in Parshas Balayischa alone, it must be greatly connected to the parsha. So let's dive into it. We are going to be understanding all of this from the words B'halayischa Esseniris. If everything is a lesson in our Shem, everything in Torah, specifically the parsha which speaks all about the mishkan, we're trying to build a mishkan in ourselves, in our homes, in our worlds. We can take a great lesson from the way Aaron was lighting the candle. So what's the parallel in Ma'avidus Hashem? Every single yid is a candle. We're all a flame, and Taira, N'er Hashem Nishmas Adam. And we light up this flame, this candle, with the light of N'er Mitzvah or with the light of Taira and Mitzvahs. So I have a regular life, but when I add the fire. Now my eating is transformed and elevated. I'm eating to have energy to serve Hashem. My walking is elevated. Everything has this fire on it now because I lit up my life. Like we see from the word, a mitzvah it comes from the milasha in tzav or connection. What am I doing? I'm taking something physical and I'm connecting it with Eli Kus. Not only connecting it, actually revealing how it's already connected with Hashem who's creating it at this very moment. And that's what I do. I'm lighting up myself my home and my life with these mitzvah connectors so of course to know which mitzvah to do and how to do this i had to have mentors and teachers and parents teach me but the main point as it continues on in this week's parasha, ner tamid." i want to have that constant fire and rashi adds heves ayla we want to light this candle to the point that it could stay lit on its own. To the point that we won't need the help from other people anymore. We got the inspiration from our teachers. We got the inspiration from our parents. But now we can stand on our own two feet and be our own light. And give over this light to others. Let's zoom into each word of Rashi. Shall have us. Shall have us. We are trying to create a Bright light. We can have the Kaylee, we can have the Wick, but we actually need to light it. We need to put in that effort to go and light ourselves up. You know, it's like if you're not listening to this podcast, you're not opening up a sitter to learn, a sitter to learn. If you're not opening up a chumash or a Safer to learn Tara, you're not going to learn. You actually need to go and create that light. And what kind of light? I want a bright light. Ayla, a light. I have, beautiful, but I shouldn't stop there. I want to, I want to constantly advance my light. Not in a way that I'm like in the same floor and I'm just traveling to different distances. No, no, no. The Rebbe says, jump from one level to the next where you look at your previous level and it's totally past you. You have now advanced. And then, may leha Once I work on myself to add this bright light through advancing in my Vedas Hashem, then... It becomes second nature to me and i see this so much with my life right you look at something like so scary oh my gosh i cannot do that that's like scary but then you like take that ayla, you just like take that leap of faith you do it you push yourself do it and then may becomes become second nature you're like yeah i'm used to this like this is not scary anymore like clipa and the nefesh bahamas make things look so scary so overwhelming so incredibly hard and challenging but the rabbi says, No, Heves Ila Mela. Take that Ayla, create that beautiful, bright Shalheves, and you'll see Mela. You'll see how it's part of you. But in order to create this fire, we need to have a empty vessel, a keli, to hold this oil, wick, and light. And that is Bittal. I need to make space for Hashem's plan. So many times we think that I, I'm running my life and I need to do this and this and this and this to have a happy summer, to have a happy year. And sometimes it's important to just let go, not sometimes, always, to make space for Hashem's plan, for Hashem's perfect ideas to come into my life. And there's three parts of myself that this permanence has to affect. Myself, my avidus Hashem, and the way I Affect the world. So, number one, with myself, I have to recognize and realize that I received Tara from my teachers. I went to school, I went to seminary, went to classes. But at some point in my life, I need to stand on my own two feet and realize I can't just rely on them anymore. I need to make Tara my own. I need to make it a part of me. I need to make it may leha. Additionally, with my mitzvahs, mitzvahs need to be something that's part of me, not something separate that I'm going now to do something hard. No. It's natural. I wake up in the morning, I say my nani, I wash necklace there. I have to train myself to make Tyra and Miss part of me. Of course not with Miss and and just getting bored of it. You know, making sure to have that excitement constantly. And there's two parts of this Mela. Number one, I have to make Tara so mei leha, so part of me. And also to realize that Meila, this Tara myth is already part of me. I am already a piece of Hashem. I am already being created at this very moment by Hashem. It's not something I need to add onto myself. I am a piece of Hashem. I am inseparable from Malikos. And then this also has to affect the way I react with others. I have to inspire others not to just like always be dependent on me for the, for the inspiration. No, I have to inspire others in a way that they can stand on their own two feet that they themselves can be inspired to go and inspire others, right? When we do shliach ais shliach, I'm giving you neshek, but don't rely on me to give it to you every single week. No, I'm inspiring you that you yourself should want to take on this mitzvah. When someone lights a candle, you don't need the lighter to always be with the lit candle. The candle is lit and you can walk away. And that's what happens when I do a mitzvah. I'm taking that thing that was physical, I'm bringing in and revealing the kedusha in it, and then I walk away and that thing is forever holy, like a brismila, like a carbon, the animal for carbones. It becomes holy, leather for its filling. And that's what we have to do with this world. Make everything a permanent home for Eli and this, the Rebbe says, has to be in a way where you're not, like, forcing yourself to go and do the mitzvah. Tyra and mitzvah should actually be reminding you to come to them. You should put a tzadka a siddur, a chumash in the place of the child's bedroom where he himself doesn't have to force himself to take it, but it's in such a place where it's calling him. Of course I want to get that beautiful tzadka and get stuck. Of course I want to use that chitas right now to learn some tanya by heart. And this is how I connected it with the beginning of this podcast where I said where kids see money, they should automatically connect it with daka and with bread, with challah because it should be so ingrained with them. And it's possible. My mother learned about the importance of the 12 Sukkim and she has been teaching about it. And of course, when you teach something to others, it permeates your own home. Whenever we would go out, we would always, she would always start saying the 12 Sukkim right away. And when I mean always, I mean like over years and now, for me and my siblings, we go on the street and it's second nature. It's like the street is sort of calling us to stay at the top sukkim. I'm like the only reason why we're walking on the street is to say the top sukkim. So we see how when we really can like make something second nature, it really becomes second nature. And that thing itself, like Hashem created streets for us to elevate it, air for us to purify it through the words of Tairan villa That was just a small example, but really with everything in our lives, we should use it and recognize the purpose of why it's here to help us serve Hashem. And when you see that every single part of your day is Meeleha. you don't have to think twice about what's now, oh my goodness, morning, do I have to say madani? Do I don't have to say madani? Do I have to wash my glass or Do I not have to? Do I have to say suck him on the street or not? Whatever I'm doing is just the right thing is coming naturally to you. Even the most simplest part of your day, that's when you know that Tyra is ingrained in you. It's part of you. And it's specifically when we start and we pick up the bottom of the entire building, then the entire building gets raised, right? When we work on making the most physical and simple parts of our day holy, that's when our entire lives are elevated. And this connects to the numbers five and seven. Seven shows us, like, the seven branches of the Meneirah, referring to seven different types of Eretz Hashem. And five hints to the five Hamashim, which shows on Taira. So we see the number five is mainly connected to Kedusha, and seven mainly with the world. So we see this from our Taira. It's divided into both seven parts, or it can be divided into five parts. And the first five, if we divide into seven, are mainly holy, right? B'riyasa Eilam is bracious. You know, but Midburn part one is like counting of the Yiddin in Midbar Sinai. And then the fifth one is which is Taira, which is super holy. And then if we start section six, you know what it starts with? When the Yidin are complaining. And that just leads to many not good events which follow that. So it seems like something negative. But it's found in the Taira. So it must be something there and also it's found in Parsha's Baal where we know that this shall have us this permanency and connection and complete oneness with the Torah is connected to every single part of our day even the most simplest part and this is exactly what the Torah wants to come and teach us listen up Yidden. everything is good and everything can be transformed into good and everything can be used for good if we just take the time to do Teshuvah to refine it, and to use it as a vessel to serve Hashem. That's why it's in Parshat Baleischa. This meila, this complete second nature habit, serving Hashem is found and applies to even the most negative, ugly parts of our lives. Sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, like I shouldn't be thinking about this, or like I'm the only one messed up because this is happening to me, I'm doing this, I want to, say this, there are, the Tara says no. Like, this is also part of your Vita Shem. This is also able to be elevated and used to serve a Shem. And not only that when you have the Baal tshuva, he can actually transform his Averis into Schosim, which even a tzaddik cannot reach his level. Like we see from the story of Meraglim, Maisha Rabbeinu, Me'ileha, from his own initiative, sent spies to check out Eretz Yisrael, And his student, Yeshua, learned from him. And he, Yeshua was able to stand on his own two feet. And from his own ideas, also sent out Meraglim to Eretz Yisrael. And this is what brought to the entering into Eretz Yisrael. Now, seemingly the Meraglim is a very bad story. They were such a shame. But really, if you look into the way the, the Mishnah, you can see how it says, Ein lahem haba, Because the Meraglim were actually above Eilim Haba. They were so special. So we see from here how there was a teacher who inspired a student to stand on his own two feet. May Elaha became a part of him on his own initiative. He went to do the right thing. So because we're the last generation of galas the first generation of of we're the lowest. We are the ones picking up from the bottom all the previous generations. We're elevating them. We are adding our ner mitzvah v'tayra R. We're lighting up our ner Hashem nishmas adam, our nishamas with the light of taira and mitzvahs. And together, today, we will welcome in Mashiach because we are jumping leaps in our vaytas Hashem, Right? Where Ayla, we're actually rising in our vitus Hashem, and we're lighting up the world with Taira and Mitzvahs, and bringing Mashiach now. Thank you for tuning in to Aleph All Over. Through our efforts of living Gula, may we merit to welcome in Mashiach right now.